Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I know it's been a long three weeks, but we're back right down here in Porchville. Hell yeah. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? How you doing? Well, I remembered to hit record, so we're uh, we're off to the races. That's, that's a positive. Because that's how we started off last week. I remembered to hit record, and then after that, it all went to shit. It was, it was still a good time. So, three weeks we've been we've been missing. Um, first week was just took the week off, and uh, the week after that was audio issues, and the week after that was the fantastic interview that uh, we had going on with Brandon Dukes Green. And uh, I just forgot to hit fucking record. That's it. I I, I really wish that we would have had a good interview with uh, with David Battle. <laughs> I think you mean Daniel Biddle. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so, needless to say, we 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 lost that interview. But he had, Brandon did say he had a great time, and um, he's going to come back on. Uh, and we're gonna do this properly, so um, we're not exactly sure when that's gonna be, but it will happen. So make sure you stay tuned. Facebook, that's where we'll we'll let everybody know when he's coming back and some of his videos again. Cool comedians corner. David, KKK, David so. Battle was actually uh, pretty uh, excited about uh, having Brandon back on. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, David Battle. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm just gonna call him that from now on. What you been up to? Uh, uh nothing at all. Like seriously, nothing. you've been you've been paying attention to all the stuff going on here in uh, the wonderful city of Gainesville. Yeah, like uh, Gainesville's going to be opening up. Um, as uh, as far as like uh. Everybody knows that you could tell, like, from my accent, um, I'm from Wisconsin. Mm. Uh, yeah, they they opened everything up, and the very first thing that everything everybody did was they went out to the bar. And it's just like... I heard about that. Uh, <laughs> it's like, why didn't you just stay home? You can drink at home. <clears throat> I would, Have you heard about the mulching of the skate park? Dude, that is that's the most ridiculous thing, and I think it's really cool that everybody went out there and they actually just cleaned up the park and mm-hmm. and they opened it back up for the kids. It's pretty awesome. It was but, pretty awesome. But at the same time, it kind of sucks because when you watch the videos of like what happened after they cleaned up the park, mm. it was just tons of people. Tons of people, yeah, that were just like piling up. But I, but I bet you you have those same people at the grocery stores and WalMarts and stuff like that. I mean, you know, especially you know, the, one of the big things has has been that you know it's not as uh, big of a deal for the kids. You know, it doesn't seem to be affecting the kids the same. Well, good man. You know, and these kids have been cooped up for fucking months. Do you think they're not gonna play? Do whatever the hell, some something to get get their minds off of what's going on. Like they're gonna go skate. They're gonna 
They're going to hang out together and play video games. They're going to do something. Those same kids are hanging out somewhere. You know, let them skate. You know, I mean, you're not really, that's the other thing. You're not skating like, when you're when you're skating, you're not within six feet of your friends. Yeah, it's not like you're you know? like making out. Like, yeah. You're, yeah. You're just like going out there and making you're skating. Out. What? You don't make out when you skate. That would be a Generally cool trick. So, that's been the uh, that's been the hot button issue. I guess it's making national news. Yeah, uh, that and also like in uh, Minnesota, or not Minnesota. It was it was in uh, uh, Michigan. Uh, there was like just crazy shit happening, like like in front of like the state house. Michigan's been a fucking madhouse. Like yeah. that Whitmer, that lady. I don't think she's gonna make a second term. <laughs> I really don't. She's uh, they they're talking about like June and shit. People are just getting fucking pissed, you know. And I mean, I understand that they've had they had a lot of cases up there in Michigan, but you, you know, with the with some of the restrictions that she was putting on them, it was just too much. And and then as she tries to go further out, people are just gonna get more and more fucking resistant to her, you know, because they just the not being able allowed to go buy seeds for a garden and shit, just, that just rubbed people the wrong way. So now they're like, you oh, know yeah. what? Fuck this bitch and whatever she says. I don't care. That's that's kind of where people are at with it. I, I can't fucking blame them. Well, it's like uh, our buddy Dave out there in uh, in California. Um, what he, up, Dave? He posted a video of uh, just a bunch of the protesters that were just like anti like lockdown mm-hmm. like people and. Like it was just like him and his old lady and and like, and his kid his, his who's kid. like the cutest fucking kid yeah. in the world. They're just driving down the street and Dave, Dave is just like posting a video of like people like just protesting down the street and there were there were people like literally covering the entire street. And 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 for those for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it's uh and they were screaming we're not gonna take it. Were they really? We're not gonna take it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. California's going crazy too. California's definitely going crazy. But uh just like our buddy Dave. <laughs> He's been posting some crazy I can't stuff. fucking find him right now. Normally isn't it Rivington Steel on TikTok? Isn't that what the fuck he is? I don't even know. He just he just personally messages me on Facebook. Yeah, but it's it's some of the funniest stuff in the entire world. I I want to know what he he actually is on TikTok. Yeah, sorry, I got kind of lost in a TikTok hole there. Yeah, I think it's like Rivington Steel or something like that. But he's always posting pic, posting vids with his uh with his new little baby Wyland. You're crazy. <laughs> Did you see that one? I've seen them all. He sends them all to me. I have seen every single one of them, and they're all amazing. So thank you, Dave Rivenbar. <laughs> you are amazing. And you have too much time on your hands. So um, that's 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 been the big hot-button issues here lately. Um, and uh, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm just kind of... I'm ready for things to get back to normal. I really hope that they do so we can get back to normal. We can start bringing in some new uh, guests and all that sort of stuff um, and bring them actually back here to Porchville because 
Dude, it's it's nice actually for me to be back at porch. Bill. Yeah, I mean I've missed you so much, yeah, man. man. Yeah, you were, but the, but the, but but no uh, no falling down and busting your ass this time. Well, I mean that's a one time <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, actually uh, tonight we're uh, we're gonna have a good friend of mine. Um, I've known this guy for like twenty years, probably probably like twenty years. It's so weird. The older you, you know, you get, um, you know, the longer you've known. Like when I say when I say oh, I oh, I know this guy like twenty years, it's like fuck, I'm old man. Because I can't even believe that I'm twenty years 20 old. Twenty years ago, I was twenty. Like shit, that's that's a while back. So let's get to our guest. I am going to take our first break. And we are going to bring our guest on, Mr. Chris Massey. He's going to join us. Um, and then I'm going to come back and we're going to hit record and make sure we don't miss the entire fucking show like we did last week. Do you promise you're going to hit I record? I promise, promise, promise I'm going to hit record. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after this. All right, so that's our that's our back into it music right there. We're back into it, and uh, joining us via Zoom is my good pal, Mr. Chris Massey. Chris, what's up, man? Not too much, Nikki. How you doing? Oh, I'm fantastic. How long has it been now? It's it's been a little bit. Oh hell, um, I, I you see, I'm embarrassed to say this because I think it might have been your wedding. Was it? No, no. no. I mean. It can't be right. Uh, I think we, I, I think we saw each other in uh, in Jacksonville at least a couple times, didn't we? Out at shows or something? M- maybe. Shit. <laughs> I remember. I, I the reason I remember the uh, um, the wedding weekend so well is uh, that was two thousand six, and we lost to Auburn that day. I was sitting. We were in oh. Joe's living room i think watching yeah. that game <laughs> and uh that was the one where chris leak throws clearly throws it into the ground they call it a fumble and we end up losing to auburn it was our one loss in a national oh, championship season god so chris so you are you a fucking gator fan through and through man <laughs> i love it god yeah i i you know i can't I I don't I cannot remember the on your mind finite day, details of of that, but <laughs> but man, yeah, you had other things on your mind that day. Yeah, yeah, good time. God, that was that was like fifteen years ago. Has it been that? That's crazy, man. Well, it's great to see Can't you. Can't be like I we're forgetting something. We I, we, we have be. to be. Well, so uh, are you still up there in Jacksonville? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've been here now. I left Gainesville in '02, and I've been here. It'll be. 18 years in July. Man. You, and it's uh, just dumb luck that I've stayed here, man. Like, I mean, I love the town. It's, it's kind of my speed. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not quite as sleepy as Fort Myers. Oh, uh, God. Not quite as uh, Don't get me started on Fort crowded Myers. and loud as South Florida where I grew up. Yeah. Well, I'm glad uh, we, we got to get together, though, because you're like an hour away. You know, so yeah, it's, we'll we don't do, have any good excuses. Seriously, next time you got to come to Porchville, and we'll, and we'll do this shit for real. I can do it proper. It'd be badass. I can do it. So, how's Jacksonville been? Like, what's well, what's happening I, up your way? I gotta bring something up real quick. What you got? Uh, Eighteen years ago, um, 
it wasn't even legal for me to drink alcohol. <laughs> Does that make you feel old? Considering that you now hey. have some quite prominent gray growing into your own beard, yeah, I guess that makes yeah. me feel a little old. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna be forty in two months, man. Hey, I I just climbed that hill uh, in December. Oh. So is it as bad it sucks, as uh, they think? You know what? They make you know, thirty five hit me worse than forty did. Did it? I don't know why, but thirty five bugged me. I don't. Yeah. I I feel like forty is actually gonna be all right. I'm not really. I'm really not worried about turning 40. I'm having fun. You know, we got this podcast going on. I mean, we're just, we're living well, man. It's, it, you know, yeah. I'm, this is, this is living. This is speak perfect. Speak for yeah, yourself, so. dude. Speak, and, you know, speak for yourself because <laughs> my back hurts. Well, mine, right? mine does too, but oh, you fuck, know. man. I weigh, <laughs> I weigh a pretty penny compared to what I did when I lived in Gainesville. <laughs> uh, and um, uh, my back hurts all the goddamn time. So. Oh, it's good. I, Getting I trust old me, hell, I, man. I feel you there. Getting old. But hell. I um, I think it was. I think it had to do with career stuff, probably more than anything. At thirty-five, mm. uh, well, career and personal. I went through a lo- uh, kind of a lousy breakup when I turned uh, the year I turned thirty-five, oh. and uh, my career wasn't where I wanted it to be. Um, by contrast, uh, you know, this past year uh, has been professionally one of the best of my life. It's. I've had to learn and grow and do a lot of new stuff and been challenged in a lot of ways. And so, you know, I I think, you know, what hurts and what bugs you has a lot to do with not necessarily like where you think you are in the race so much Mm -hmm. as what you want to be doing or what you want to have in your life. Yeah. I can see that. That probably comes down to it. Well, so uh, what's what's been happening in uh, in Jacksonville these days? I hear the uh, are the beaches still open. Yeah, the beaches are open, and and I'm, I'm not a beach guy, so I haven't been out there. But people that I work with, people that I know, are really relieved to have that back in their lives. Yeah. Um, you know, I I know very few people who've been personally touched by COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody in Jacksonville. Um, yeah. You know, people who have family elsewhere. I had a coworker whose brother died, mm. uh, but he lives in the tri-state area. So, you know, um, kind of in the heart of it. Yeah, really. And cause I'm, I'm single and I live by myself, you know, I've been working from home for two months now, two and a half months, I guess. What is, what is it? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Two months. Yeah. Well, yeah we're in May now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's funny cause, um, I changed jobs about two years ago. What are you doing these days? Uh, I'm the head of digital marketing for a healthcare marketing agency. Fucking A. Um, you know. That's cool. Uh, marketing, uh, health insurance plans, Medicare, uh, you know, what call, gets called ACA or Obamacare. Do you have any podcasts that you're marketing yet? <laughs> Do you have any podcasts that you're, that you're marketing yet? Because, uh, you <laughs> Not know, at the moment, I know one. But- I have ideas about everything, you know. Hey, that, beautiful. So. Yeah, we're trying. We're 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 trying to uh, to make a go of it. You know, I mean, that's that we're we're still very fresh. I mean, we're we're thirty episodes in. Um, this is a, this will be actually thirty one, even though it's thirty three, thirty four. Which which one we missed two? We, we got thirty, so this will be we, posted we missed, as thirty one. I think it'd be a thirty-one, yeah. but it should be thirty-three because we fucked up on I fucked up on two of them. So 
No, he did not I fuck did. up on anything. He just we're just new. We're <laughs> new at this. It was funny though because when I was when I was interviewing uh, Brandon last week and realized that we had lost the whole interview, um, it, you know, it was it was going superb. It really was. It was it, just mm-hmm. a one of those one of those conversations where everything was flowing. We were just having a good time, and uh, broke my heart to tell him, man, I fu- I fucked up. I forgot to hit record and. He was oh, totally gracious. That would be the worst. It, it really was. <laughs> Luckily, you know, he was he was totally gracious. Agreed to come back, and uh, he was he totally understood. He said, he said, you know, I was doing a, a shoot one time, and I I asked the cameraman, you know, did you make sure that you got an SD card in there? And cameraman said, of course. And guess what? <laughs> yeah, you know where it's going. So yeah. uh, he understood and. You know, didn't stop me from kicking myself in the ass a few times. Well, like David Battle even said, uh, he even said that. It's just like, he's a good guy. You know, he'll come back. Yeah. Yeah. Good old David yeah. Battle. Well, I saw, David I think Battle. I saw on Facebook your interaction about that. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. that's, that's, that sucks. It was pretty brutal. Um, but, dude, uh, dude so next. Back to the question about Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, because I've been working from home, I, I moved, yeah, I moved into my place about two years ago. And at the time I worked the job where I worked from home about 80% of the time. Right. And so I set up this really great office. The house I'd lived in it before lived in before had like the half the living room was the office and it was open to the rest of the house. Like it just was kind of, you know, you couldn't clean up nice, you know, Mm -hmm. for having guests and stuff like that. And, um, uh, this it's great. I'll, you know, share a picture on Facebook or something. It's got, movie posters on the wall and, and you know, it's big TVs. It's just a really comfortable setup. That sounds like a bachelor, so bachelor pad, man. Bachelor heaven. Yeah. Fucking yeah, a. yeah. Yeah. Got a little and bar in there I, and shit. I, like, <laughs> where's the pool so, yeah, table? Where's the pool table, man? Uh, no pool table, oh. but, um, that's cause I have an actual dining room. Yeah. Wow. Uh, There's only I one way to fix that. Pool room, but hey, you know what? They <laughs> yeah, say, that sounds kind of lame. Fat uh, people don't fail cooking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, uh, you know, for for me, having a place to entertain was, was you know, like friends and family was yeah. really important. Well, of course, so, that's that's that was one of the yeah. main factors in 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 buying this place when we did. Mm-hmm. You know, was was I mean, it's a sweet setup. You yeah, know, it really. Is, well, and you've so. always always been about entertaining. Yeah, and always been about family. So, yep. I mean, even back when it was just us. Yeah. I mean, what's fun? What's funny about this is this is a microphone in front of what we used to do all mm-hmm. the time. Is just sit up and talk until six in the morning. And that's pretty much and, like what this podcast is about. It's just mm-hmm. like just just yep. hanging out with good uh, yeah. friends. That's exactly yeah exactly the sentiment that we had in mind and. What was really nice is as we as we got started, you know, people like yourself and, and others, you know, had reached out and said, you know, it it feels like I'm there. It feels like I'm just sitting there hanging out and having a good conversation with everybody. And that's exactly what we wanted to convey. And so the fact that we've been able to do that in a lot of ways has been just fucking amazing to me. Like, yeah, that's been that's my favorite be part about doing really this. gratifying. It really is. It so, really so is. let me ask you a question in the spirit of that. What are you all drinking? I am drinking. Uh it's a it's a american whiskey it's called michter's uh i believe it is um that's how i've been pronouncing it anyway and nobody has uh corrected me so this bottle 
was nice. from the first whiskey challenge that we did. Um, and it was one of my least favorites. I, I didn't really care really? for it. But um, Cody, who was with us at the time, and, and, and Joe and Reed, who were here, they all said, oh, you know, it's kind of growing on me. And I'll be damned. Like two months later, it started growing on me. So nice. I've been drinking that, but it's, it's pretty good. What about you over there? I'm drinking a Woodford uh, Reserve Double Oaked, which um, made has made the best like bourbon old fashioned I've ever had. Matt, what do you um, what do you got going over there? I got I got really classy mm-hmm. uh, Natty Daddy. Natty Daddy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. This is the only guy like. Four that I know for four bucks, man. Just, the only person over the age of 25 who drinks that shit? Fucks it yeah, up. <laughs> fucks it up. I mean, damn. Some, sometimes this guy will show up and, and he'll just have a case of Natty Light under his arm. It may or may not be refrigerated. It may have been sitting out in the fucking <laughs> sun all day and this guy... It's fucking savage. ...will just power it. It's it's insane. And, and don't put a large pizza in front of him. Large five-star pizza... Like a fucking public sub and wings. Yeah, there was Ridiculous. wings. In, yeah, there was wings involved. I'm trying to get. Wait, are you saying? Are you saying all of them or each one individually? He, no, he all one's them. impressive, and the others really impressive. He ate all, all of them. them together, at Jesus. once in one. In Is there one, weed also? In a th- no. This was, we were actually at work. <laughs> this was a 30 minute session. It took this man. Jesus. It was the same. So in the future, as we as we grow Porchville, any any food challenges we have, Matt is going to be our resident food challenge expert. So yeah, well, I'm thank kidding. you, Nick. I I really appreciate that. Well, I would have it no other way. <laughs> I don't think we could have it any other way. Is just going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so what you uh, so what what's been going on with you? I mean, you you've been stuck in the house for the last couple months now. Yeah, yeah. What I have mean, you been doing? What have you been doing to pass the time? You watch Ozark well, yet? Um, I binged a bunch of shows. I finished a few computer games. Tiger King. Um, uh, there's a Mech Warrior Five that came out last year that you know it's just big stompy robot shooting. Dude, yeah, how is fun. it? Was that is like I'm kind of a computer nerd. Like, is that pretty uh, good? It's the um, it looks really good. The voice acting's really bad. Um, so it's so and the and the storylines kind of hackneyed but um if you're a fan of the mech warrior games if you played them in the past it um it fulfills its purpose for all sure I, all i it's, think about is like fun. the battle bots is that what those things look like like mech warriors like, they uh, look like they, the... no like 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 transformers that don't transform oh okay yeah it's, yeah. it's, um, it's a little bit different yeah 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 and but, um uh, have the you outer played... worlds Oh, the Outer Worlds! Like, uh, that was Fallout. a really good one. I've heard Outer Worlds. Yeah, outer Worlds yeah. is pretty badass. Yeah, it's I'm like a Days Fallout. Gone fan myself. A big what? Days Gone. That it's it's like a zombie apocalypse oh, yeah. world game. I, I love I've that heard game of that. So. I've never played it. Like I, I I'm not big in the survival horror ones. Yeah. Left it, for Dead too. I'm kind I've of put a, a ton of hours in that though. Anything I can just ride around on a motorcycle and shoot things and blow shit up. That's my game. Like. I, that's know, all I need. Have Have you played Have you played uh, Wolfenstein New Blood? I thought we no, said it was Wolfenstein. Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Oh, it's Project <laughs> Wolfenstein. <laughs> all right. Do you speak German? 
I don't care. <laughs> Not that I know of. I don't care. I speak Mel Brooks. <laughs> I, yeah. But uh, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein, whatever you pronounce it. <laughs> have you played New Blood? No, I haven't. I haven't played a Wolfenstein game since... Uh, Oh, see, he, he almost he said Wolfenstein. He almost fucking called it Wolfenstein. I heard that little that little pause. He said Wolfenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. See? You guys have genuinely bugged my brain. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, I think I played the first of the modern ones, like the, the Wolfenstein. Uh, yeah, New Order. Really, <laughs> that one from like 2008 or 2009, I think, is the last one I played. I was, and that was I fun. Think, I think that was. I, I, I like that. But yeah, yeah, that was that was still with uh, B.J. Blaskowitz. Yeah, yeah. I don't think yeah, I don't think game. you've nerded out this much on the podcast yet, Matt. I'm so proud right now. I like doing it. Too. Look at you! Yeah. Look at you! You big fucking nerd! I love Shut it. Up, Nick. <laughs> you sexy bitch. I mean, I speak if you the think language. Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> I have no um, idea what you guys. So, are what talking was about. the other one that I that I? Um, finished uh um xcom there's a there's a new xcom like add-on game uh called chimera squad that was that was a lot of fun it wasn't real long but only cost like 10 bucks and uh that's one where you're like a squad of alien hunters that go around and um See, that's turn-based and you Fucking control the aliens. whole squad i'll kill aliens too like yeah. As long as I get to kill him and blow him up, I'm down. Dude, Nick, yeah. Nick, you're not smart enough to play XCOM. I don't doubt that. <laughs> I'm not disputing that. No, that, like, I'm not. I, like, It'd be I fun to watch you try. Yes. I, I will say Matt is Matt is the, the gamer that I, that I fucking hate, though. Because I've seen Matt Why play. Um, I, I suck. I admit that. But I try, you know, and sometimes mm-hmm. I really... I really get in there and I start practicing and really trying. So Matt comes over one day. I, I get this PS4 and I get some game that he wants to try. And I had uh, been trying it. Was it was Call of Duty. Call of Duty. And uh, I had been trying it and sucking. And this guy comes in and he's got it mastered in like 30 seconds. <laughs> and I'm like, how did you yeah. How did you do that? I, Because he was aiming at these fucking guys for real. Like whenever I whenever I would aim at somebody, I'd like aim and then you know it kind of like moves around yeah. and up and off the forehead. No, but I really want the headshot. And oh fuck! <laughs> and then you get shot. That's yeah. Me. That's yeah. that's my yeah, that's, role. That's you know it's funny, man. Um, Dude, it's it's the it's the auto aim. Like it wasn't auto aimed. I fuck you. I tried that auto aim. That auto aim <laughs> was not shit. No, no dude, way near you, it was that you, good. No if way. You, if you no, use the auto no, aim, no. and then you hit the left trigger, no, and no, then it'll lock on no, to the body, no. and then you aim up just no. a little bit, and then shoot him. Who's got time for all that? <laughs> Shit. Obviously uh, not you. You know what? You know what, dude? I, I, uh, my, my experience with that stuff is like Star Wars Battlefront and those games where they're all like massively online now. Yeah. What I find is I'm fine in the single player modes, but you like my reflexes are shot. Like I was, a, you know, a freshman in college, I was the best person on my floor at Goldeneye. And oh, um, God. you weren't on the all, same, you, you know, weren't on the same, same floor reflexes. as our mutual friend, you were, were you? You were a no, freshman no. in college because, Goldeneye? because he will dispute yeah. the shit out of that. I promise you. If oh, you ever... no, no, no. He was, no, I was better than him at Goldeneye. Oh, God. I wasn't better than him at NFL Blitz or, 
NBA Jam just or any of those. It's I so was important. better. The only two games I was better than him at were Goldeneye and uh, Soul Calibur. At, at some point, you should just go on Facebook and just just throw that up there and be like, hey, I'm I'm better I'm better in Goldeneye. I swear to God, he will blow his fucking like stack. Yeah, It'll be yeah. hilarious. He'll fly down here. <laughs> like, he will, he will find let's go, motherfucker. a fucking Super like, Nintendo. I have no doubt that he's better at better at it than me now. Like I said, I'm talking about how my reflexes are shit. Um, but yeah, like the, you know, these days, like I I'm like, you know that scene in, in Top Gun where he's like. I was like, where'd he go? And Hollywood's like, where did who go? And we were dead. That's that's what I'm like, is I'm looking around, looking around, who's shooting at me, and I'm dead, like laying yeah. on the ground, seeing him run by. Exactly. Exactly. That's the whole story. And all the while, I'm I a guy over trying to headshot. I get killed 25. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking, are you going to see the uh, the new Top Gun when it comes out? Have you, have you seen the previews for that? See- I don't see how I cannot see Top Gun. Like Top yeah. Gun is one of the most formative movies of my life. Right. Right I mean, down amazing. to uh, you'll be flying a cargo plane full of rubber dog shit out of Hong Kong. Like <laughs> it is that like I, I, I remember that line that? in the movie that is the first thing I ever took note of in that movie when I was like seven years old. That is a classic. It is a classic. Yeah. And yeah. I'm excited for this new one to come out. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm, I'm down for sure. I got to ask, though, with what do you think with with all this stuff, uh, you know, being shut down and everything mm-hmm. being offline and closed up, it appears that this may have been sort of a silver lining for, um, for production companies, for Universal Studios and stuff like that. They've sort of figured out that they might be able to make just as much, if not more, money by skipping the theater process and going just directly and releasing it, you know, on these streaming platforms or, or, or whatever, like they did with the trolls movie uh, recently. Yeah. So well, I think there's, they got to make tiers and segments. The fact that Netflix has never talked about what its viewership looks like yeah. in broad terms makes it hard for people to understand like how common some things that, they may be interested are like when that Will Smith movie bright came out, like it turned out that more people went and saw that uh, more people watched that in their homes than saw anything in any theater that weekend. Didn't, didn't some similar like that go on with bird box, but I, I thought they let that slip mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I, I thought they gave a little bit of insight into their, yeah. And I mean, they, they do share it when point. it's like really favorable. Yeah. It was like the, um, like one but, of the most successful movies of all time yeah. or some shit, you know? Yeah. And I've crazy. I've got a great stereo system and a really nice TV at home. Yeah. I, my shit will move to Earth. Yeah, it's it's real, but you know, like big stuff, you know, Star Wars movie, yeah. Marvel movies, Top sure. Gun. I gotta see, I gotta see that, especially because so much of Top Gun, according at least to the um, reel I watched this morning, the one that's been going around the internet, is practical flying. It's not all cgi like i've got to see that live. which is or not awesome live, you know what i mean because yeah, they don't fucking do anything you know real yeah. now everything's cgi so the fact that oh. new top gun with actual flying in it fuck yeah. yes yeah and tom cruise i mean fucking tom cruise hanging off the side of a plane in mission impossible and learning how to fly a helicopter for the one with henry cavill in it uh that fallout i can't remember i have no uh, idea 
Have you heard uh, about the last the, uh, one? The last you, one, which was great. They're all of the Mission Impossibles except Mission Impossible Two are fucking great. Have you heard about the new Mission Impossible where uh, they're talking about like like any bad guy like at all like 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 in the entire <laughs> series? They're they're good. Like they're fine to be back in the series. Like they're going to be back in it. All the bad guys, <laughs> like all like the evil dudes that died, they're back. Something how funny. The, how, how are they doing that? Fun, I don't know. Fun fact. Wow. I have never. No, we think seen... can't actually. Philip Seymour Hoffman's dead. That's true. Impossible three. Well, Sorry. but guess uh, what? Ahead. He might I've, be back. I have never. No, <laughs> no, he's actually dead. But um, yes. I've, I've never seen a Mission Impossible. Really? Never. None of them. Not one. Wow. None. None of them. Wow, I feel like I should lend you my Voodoo account password. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of lost a little, uh, a little bit of uh, give a shit for Tom Cruise there for a little while. You know, he. There oh, was I a, get that. There was kind of a dark period, that couch jumping period, that got yeah, got a little yeah. dicey with with Tom Cruise. You've well, never jumped you know, on a couch. Is, like I've jumped on a couch, but you know, it was different. Yeah. He was all. He yeah. was on Oprah, it was Oprah's couch, and you know, it was yeah. just weird. Well, it's you've never jumped on Oprah's thing. couch. Scientology's weird. Yes, it's gross. It's Scientology's weird. Yeah, like you wonder what it is they've got on him to keep him in the fold, or maybe he is actually fucking Superman. Because, my my wife, you know, he was hanging off the side of a plane in the Mummy too. My like, my wife watches all the uh, like Leo Ramini, like, anything anti Scientology yeah. has been played yeah. in my house at one point or another. Can't get yeah, off of yeah. Well, that I mean, you read some stuff that's like legitimately evil. Yeah, and, yeah. And those abusive. fuckers are nuts. Like, yeah. Oh man. So hey, so, you think they're gonna target us now? <laughs> <laughs> We're not important enough. <laughs> We're not important enough. But man, yeah, if we ever yet. get there, not yet. That'll yeah. be the day. That'll be the day we know we've made it when Scientology starts fucking. Yeah, sends you a cease and desist yes. letter, or declares open season on you, or whatever the hell it is they call. <laughs> Fair so game. Fair fuck game. you, Scientology. There, that, I can put yeah. that in the. Uh, yeah. I can put that in the credits now. I never said but, that. I did. <laughs> Cocksuckers. I'm Tune into the episode uh, where where Nick calls all of Scientology cocksuckers. That's that's this one. <laughs> and Matt never you said know, that's that. That's one of the few generalities I'm actually pretty okay with. <laughs> um, that said, like Tom Cruise, when you hear interviews with him, like Nerdist interviews and stuff yeah. like that, he sounds like a decent guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like he sounds like legitimately enthusiastic and interesting and engaged with yeah. people. And he doesn't sound like a space alien at all, which is what you'd expect. <laughs> you know, that he's I, some weird spacey dude, but now don't like, get me wrong. Then you also hear that like I loved him in Scientology interns or whatever they call them would like who didn't like be him employed as business. slaves on his compound. So what? who knows? You know? Maybe he's just a what? really great actor of a space alien. What the fuck? Hey, have you heard about the uh, Mulch skate park here in Gainesville? Uh, I have heard I've heard things. Yeah, apparently we're uh, we're making the news. Um it may even be national, but yeah, the city of Gainesville decided to fill in the skate park with mulch after they reopened the park, but they deemed people were not socially distancing distancing themselves enough um mm. for the city to be happy. So they filled it with mulch, and then a bunch of motherfuckers went over there with shovels and brooms and cleaned up every bit of it. They even put it in the pool and <laughs> or the I guess the bowl or whatever you'd want to call it, 
They cleaned mm-hmm. every bit of it up. And quite honestly, the place looks a lot better because now all the skate park is surrounded by beautiful mulch. Courtesy <laughs> of the city of Gainesville. I love it. Thank you, Gainesville. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, accidental beautifying. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. It's been a little nutty, but I, I, yeah. think, I think everybody's going through shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, things are going crazy up in Michigan, California. You know, I mean... I, I just well, I just hope that we don't reach some sort of a fucking tipping point, you know, where things go yeah. too far. That's oh, what concerns yeah. me. We're yeah, you don't want like to. a Kent State massacre situation. Exactly. Exactly. You because know? it God help it if one shot gets fired at either side. Yeah. There will be yeah. there will, it'll be uh, you know, you want to talk about shot her around the world. I think that would be the sequel because I think there mm-hmm. are too many people out there that just they just need a reason, you know. Yeah, they just need a reason. Yeah. That's it. Oh, we're we're yeah. we're fighting, we're shooting. Let's go. And I think there are a lot of people that would actually. Yeah. <sighs> well, one, one side's gonna have the advantage in that. Oh, goddamn right. Yes, of course. Um, but <laughs> you um, ain't kidding. My buddy I'll, I'll the other day was making fun of me because I bought ten uh, ten boxes of nine uh, millimeter uh, <laughs> a month ago. I'm like, hey man. I I only had two boxes left. Yeah, why that you know? <laughs> Need some more. <laughs> I don't want to shoot anybody. Like I have my guns locked up in a place where like I could get to it if someone. I don't have another glass, home, but like, but I don't. You know, I don't fuck around with guns. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I'm I t- I'm careful with them. What do you and What do you uh, What do you shoot? It's a Springfield XDM nine millimeter, um, Glock like, yeah, semi automatic. Um, Springfield like makes a good Glock, gun, frankly. My buddy yeah, Dave, it's a, it is a really good gun. My buddy Dave, he uses a uh, Springfield XD9 Mod 2. If I get any of those wrong, he'll kill me. So, I think I got it all right. Um, so he's yeah, we're in the same ballpark. I yeah. think his is probably more expensive than mine. Mine's sort of the middle of the road one. Are you talking about Deborg? Deborg. Yeah, no, I got a I got a Glock that I use that I uh, carry, and you know she stays with me. But um, uh, yeah, know, I don't do that. I, it's fun to go out and shoot, you know. Um, and you know, I carry it just just because. Just never yeah. fucking know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It is fun to go out and shoot, but yeah. like in a crisis situation, unless it's like last resort, like yeah. in my house. Yeah. I don't. I, I I trust somebody else to be the one taking a shot. I the last thing I want to do, like. The last thing on earth I ever want to do is accidentally shoot the wrong person. Right, right. And, and the fact that you acknowledge that and and say, I'm not going to be that guy, that's exactly what you're supposed to do if you're in a situation yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you if you are you know at all apprehensive about carrying or anything, I mean, fuck, don't. Yeah. There's no reason to. Like, you know. Well, like, I went to, uh, um, when I was working at this this previous job uh this guy uh he asked me just like hey man just like run over like across the street and uh pick up some gatorades and i was like all right cool no no worries uh-huh. and uh <laughs> i dropped a straw and i i looked down to the ground and i go looking for the straw and i felt i felt this leather pouch I pull it out, and there was a fucking nine millimeter in there. And I was like, "Holy shit! You didn't tell me that was in there." 
Holy yeah. fuck. Yeah. Plausible deniability. That's, <laughs> that's, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah. I, people who are not careful with guns. I mean, the first time I got to shoot a gun, I was nine years old. I was in my grandparents' house. My grandpa and my dad took me down to the basement where they had a range set up. You remember what kind of gun it was? It was a bolt action uh, 22 rifle. Right on. A really basic Winchester model. Yeah, of course. And, Dude, I want to um, shoot one of those. That sounds awesome. It, oh, it's a nice. It's a, my dad still has the gun. It's a it's a nice gun. Yeah, and great. um, it you know the whole thing was about how serious it is. Like, yep. Yep. my grandpa was one of the most intimidating dudes you'd ever meet. My dad is pretty close. Like he had <laughs> these crazy eyes. Grandpa didn't need crazy eyes, but uh, um, like everything was. This is exactly what you do, and if you don't do this, you get your ass out of the room. Yeah, and you don't come back. Yep. So that's like, the way you got to be. That's the way yeah. we we were with my son first time we took him to the range. Me and my mm-hmm. father in law. You know, I mean, he has yeah. to recite, you know, his his rules that he's learned um, yeah. before he ever even touches a gun. You yeah. know, but uh, you cannot be cavalier about it no. ever. Mm-mm. And to be fair, like, I mean, Matt may not remember this, but remember what happened on nine hundred two one zero to Brian Silver's friend. You don't oh. want to be the kid. From nine hundred two one zero, fuck! I don't remember what happened. Remind me. Oh, he like he's the, he. The, it's like in the first or second season, like he's got the buddy who's like trying to twirl the gun in his hands and drops oh, it and shoots himself and God. dies. Yes, like uh, that was my gun safety moment. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I like think... you learn about caffeine pills from Saved by the Bell, but gun <laughs> safety was nine hundred two one zero. Did you watch the uh, the the reboot or whatever the fuck that thing was? That they started up of nine hundred two one zero. Yeah, no, dude. I watched it. The last teen drama I watched was the OC. <laughs> I watched it. It wasn't terrible. Uh, well, it was kind of terrible. Um, well, wasn't it meta or something? I don't. I what? It, Are we yeah. meta? You don't know what meta means? What the fuck is meta mean? Meta means like the show was about them making a show. Oh at yeah. Tonight, yeah. 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 You know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So it wasn't, a, they could never do a straight reboot to that show. No, especially now, now that Dylan's gone. <laughs> yeah. That's sad, man. That's so sad. Why are you laughing at Luke Perry's death? <laughs> Sounds like yeah. someone's sister didn't have a Luke Perry poster in, his <laughs> ro- in her room. I never had a sister. Uh, yeah. He's just got like 18 brothers. <laughs> 18. The odds are one of them had a Luke Perry poster in his room. <laughs> I mean, statistically speaking. It was four. It was four. It four brothers. Four. <laughs> okay, one more. One more. You probably would have tipped the scales. But I actually have a friend of, friend of mine from high school. She's got uh, she's got four boys and just had just had a daughter recently. Um, actually, a couple guys I know from high school did that. You know, what are you doing? I got a buddy who's got three girls and stopped trying. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, I got uh, I got the, lucky. The oldest is a major tomboy, uh, though. Like she's a like I've seen her try to like knock him down with a flying kick. Uh, because he uh, he was messing with her or something. I don't remember. Turn, but, your, turn that shit bup, the right way. Bup, bup, bup. 
she's a she's a sports you know she's a big softball player and and all kind you know, soccer and all kinds of sports so he's getting his you know she's into ninja turtles and you know yeah uh, Matt, very much a tomboy Anyway, what, you're, what's he doing to that? I, I don't know. Just what are you doing? Stop touching it. Just, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's flashback to, uh, <laughs> to his childhood right there. Hello? There you go. Hello? There you go. Hello? <laughs> can you hear me? Hello. I, I can hear you. You can hear me now. <laughs> For fu- what are you doing back there? That sounded wrong. Jesus Christ. He's playing with it. <laughs> uh, so are things opening up up there where you're at or, or what's happening yeah, now? Yeah, to some degree. Um, you know, restaurants are restaurants still are mostly dry, like drive through or takeout only. Um, yeah. Despite the fact that they could open up, you know, they're the ones that really are reliant on foot traffic, you know, right. bars and stuff or, you know, grill and bar type places. Yeah, I think those, we, those are we seem those are we, opening up. We seem to be hitting right? that point where where yeah. things are sort of you know the restrictions are easing a little yeah. bit, except apparently in Alachua County. But whatever. Well, it's 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 all it, it all comes down to like there's a natural point at right. which people's attention for this stuff wanes. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so it's not like there are those people who are really focused and dedicated to this for reasons that have to do with their politics or who they identify with or who they want to be seen as that are like, you must, you must stay locked up. Not one person can die, which is fucking dumb. Yeah. And I, and you know, if, if, if if every public public policy decision was made based on the idea that no one can ever die. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't own a car. You wouldn't go to the beach. Right. Yeah. You know, you couldn't, um, you couldn't own a ladder like you know yeah. I, I read this really interesting article that talked about um this it was in wired and it talked about um like what's a life worth and that you know in reality in public policy there is a there is a dollar amount right. attached to life yeah, in, in every situation what's too expensive and what's too much to bear yeah. and it's a ghoulish way to think but, but it is true you know it's at the same time, it is absolutely necessary because right. there are so many things that we, you know, we wouldn't be able to mine for minerals. We wouldn't be able to um, farm. We wouldn't be able yeah. to do anything if we weren't willing to risk somebody getting their arm torn off by a combine or having a mine collapse. Yeah. And that shit is, it's terrible. But the reality is you have to be honest about it. And, um, you know, there are people who stick to their guns on that because they want to be seen as compassionate. Yeah. And I get that. You, you don't want anyone to die unnecessarily. And it sounds crazy to say, I, I don't want you to die so my business doesn't fail. Yep. But if your business employs 25 people who suddenly are not going to be able to feed their families, you can't just say, let them eat cake. Yeah. You have to, You like, there are few, like, I read in Jacksonville that there are, 23% of people are involved in the hospitality or tourism industries. Right. So 23% of people, like most of my friends, we just, we're all 
forgive the ways of the sound professional classes. We're right. all in finance or marketing or, sure. you know, some sort of industry in which you can still go to work from home. Yeah. You can still do your whole job. I, I barely felt this in that way. Um, you know, it's a pain in the ass not to be able to go into the office and see people every now and then, but it's not yeah. insurmountable. But you have people who are terrified for their lives, yep. terrified for their livelihoods, their homes, their, their, their children's educations, who are desperate to get back. And, and the other side of the argument just wants to paint them as demons because all they care about is money. Right. And it's right. just, it, it's really easy to say that. The money makes when the fucking world suffering. go around. I mean, there's no two ways about it. You know, every everything's financial, you know? Mm-hmm. Whether we like it or not, it just is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, yeah, people, people we, we got to get back to work. You know, I, yeah. if I wasn't working, luckily, my wife and I both, we've, we've been deemed essential, you know? Um, so we've worked throughout this whole thing the only real difference for us has been the kids being home from school and mm-hmm. having a mask up you know when we go to the grocery store and stuff that's yeah that's been about it but everything else has been pretty much status quo yeah. and uh i mean i i i do know that if if i wasn't working though like man i'd, I'd be i'd be a fucking ball of nerves i'd be panicking i'd be yeah. freaking out you know yeah and uh i mean we got we have a little savings, but you know we're we're certainly not going to last forever. You know, I mean, it's yeah. the same thing. It's the same thing like going on with me. It's like, yeah. yeah, we got like the stimulus package, like we got that little bit of money and stuff like that, but but we don't have enough money to actually, you know, uh, be able to sustain ourselves. Yeah, like for not an extended last amount of air. Yeah. And folks that think, you know, it, I, I think we should be, I think if you want to stay home, then stay the fuck home. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're an at-risk person, then stay the fuck home. Like, cool. If you want to mask up sure. everywhere you go, do that too. Well, yes. Like, yeah. go for it. But God damn it. Like, we, we, we do have to start turning things back on. We just have to, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh. I mean, there's, 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 there's going to be people that get sick. It's, it's going to happen, yeah. you know? Um, yeah. This could be another way. But you know what? It's, it's yeah. going to happen anyway. And, you know, people yeah. are, well, people are going to happen. People are going to fucking die every day, regardless. Yeah. Of something. It's a political football now. And that's it the is. problem. Everything turns into it's, political it's, football. It's all, now. yeah. I mean, everything is, but like, this is specifically in like a really stark way. Yeah. Like, I, I've never been more disappointed people in people yeah. than I have been in the last 60 days. Yep. And it's because, like, after that early period where no one knew what was right and everyone was saying whatever they thought, yeah. suddenly everyone found their grooves and get get back into saying, thinking and saying the same thing right. across the trenches at each other. And um, it's just – it's so frustrating because the truth is somewhere in the middle. And every time I talk to a reasonable person, you hear that, that you have to you have to balance the needs of people differently and and – I got people in my family. I got friends who are, um, you know, who are who are at risk uh, and have you know serious health concerns. But you know, we should be conscientious and work around that. Yep. And they should protect their asses. Yep. Like, you know, if I, if just, I'm at risk, a, trust me, the only person that's going to be worrying about me not getting sick is me. Like, you know, if I'm, yeah, you know, but 
I think that's the best way to talk about it is like, look, what's the best thing for me to do? Yeah. Yep. And you know, yeah, I'm, I'm also I'm going to be the first person that if I, you know, if I'm walking into a grocery store, I'm I'll put a mask on just because mm-hmm. I want to make everybody I'm the type of person I just want to make everybody everybody else around me feel comfortable. You know, if there's a chance that me not wearing a mask makes you feel, feel safe, motherfucker. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna put it on. I'm happy to do that. I, mm-hmm. I don't mind. The thing that people yeah. have a problem though with is being told that they have to. People don't yeah. like that shit. You know? Oh, you're gonna tell me I have to wear a mask? Fuck you. Yeah. I'm not wearing a mask. Well, but you're gonna yeah. save little old ladies. Fuck you. I'm not doing it just because you told me to. We learned that from Zach De La yeah. Rocha of Rage Against the Machine. He told us <laughs> not to do what they tell you. Nice. <laughs> so nice. I'm not um, Zach. Yeah, I love that it, song. People, <laughs> it people people do. Um, you know, people have this oppositional thing because they identify people across from them and say that no, everyone is suspicious suspicious of everyone else's motives. You know, and so if like inherently, if you're being told, I'm here. If you're being uh, if you're being told that, uh, you know, you have to do this by somebody who you feel is also trying to compel you to do a bunch of other things that aren't in your interest, yeah. you're going to be suspicious of that. Yep. And by this, by the same token, if you're being told, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want and fuck you, or, or I mean, alternatively, let's put this differently. Uh, if you're being told by somebody who needs to get out because they're afraid for their family and they're saying, "I got kids to feed. I gotta, I gotta go out and work, and I gotta, I gotta things need to be opened up." Yeah. And you think you have already decided that you think that person only cares about money or only cares about themselves? It's easy for you to just drop them in that bucket and ignore them, or yeah. rage against them, or however you want to deal with them, but not look at them as a human and see their need. Yeah. Well, so see, it's like, like something sad. that something that I'm gonna say is. Uh, like it's it's really difficult to actually say like you know like when you really believe that you're actually fighting you know like what people are doing uh, then you're fighting against like what people are trying to fight against that's going to be completely different yeah yeah yeah, if you feel like you're engaged in a war already, I mean, then we've all lost. Yeah. Right? So it's I I'm not saying that I'm not saying that we are in, engaged in a in a battle against like something that we've already lost. All I'm saying is this is something that is something that everybody needs to believe in. And actually well, what you, has what you, to. What are you saying they need to believe in? Like, what are you thinking they need to believe in? Like wearing wearing masks, you're losing it. I am believing it. <laughs> Touch the mic. Stop it. Sorry, it, it's right. like it has an orange top on it. Do you keep thinking it's a creamsicle or something? <laughs> <laughs> so, so what I'm saying is, uh, wow, it is still falling. Yeah. Um. So. It's still falling. Matt. <laughs> He's lost control of his microphone. Put your hand. How many fucking beers have you had, motherfucker? They're natty lights. Come on now. 
But put your hands Shit, down. Hands down. I've had, I've had more than a hand. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Anyway, what are we? What are, what are you saying? I'm, I'm trying to be. Put radio. your hands Sorry. off the microphone. Off the microphone. Thank you. All right. All right. I had to, I had to regulate. All right. So I <laughs> so I took my net my I took my hand off the microphone. Now it's under the table. That's terrifying, isn't it? Though he's got to fiddle with something. <laughs> so are you guys uh, having a good time now? Oh man! Just keep your hands still, and we'll all be fine. I'm I'm not gonna touch my hands. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris, you've been listening to the show. You've been listening to this thing for a little bit now. Um, yeah. Have you, you know, been listening to on my off. hands? <laughs> on it, on it off. <laughs> um, how far back would you say you've listened? Uh, I started with the beginning. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess I. Um, in your honest assessment, though, how are we doing? Dude, it's fun. It's yeah. relaxing. I mean, it 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 it, it makes me remember it's my you know, hands Jeremy feel good. and Sean and and those old you know that that shitty old house you guys lived in. That house was the best, um, man. That's right. The, yeah, I, with the I, yeah. carport that we would just sit in all night yes. long and play darts. Yes, and get drunk and yes, smoke cigarettes and yes. You know, I I I'd either crash on your couch or oh, man. Hey, cover your ears if you're young and impressionable. <laughs> Drive home half sober at seven in the morning. <laughs> the the, the um, checkpoints are gone by seven. You know, you're all right. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 no yeah. big deal by then. It's 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 good. But uh, yeah, you know, yeah, man, I, you it was great you times. Do dumb things when you're kids. I'm glad I lived through it, and I would never recommend that anyone. Uh, uh, ever do that, but dude, you uh, got hey, Uber's dude, you, you got to come over now. for yeah. a, a a good old good old fashioned uh, belly flop porch night. <laughs> we'll have to get we'll get you down here the next time we do this. You you go you got to come yeah, you got to yeah. come and hang at the table for sure. But um, I'll bring a good bottle of booze and what do you and, what do you what did you say you're drinking over there tonight? Woodford Reserve right now. I've had um, I've had the Woodford. A, it's pretty good. It's the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked, which is like the half step up from like the baseline one. Woodford is always a have, good middle of the road. Have you bourbon. tried the uh, Screwball Peanut Butter Whiskey yet? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I can have like one shot of it, and yeah. then it's just too fucking sweet. But that I mean, shit tastes fucking crazy, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's good, but it's yeah. Insane. like You know, it's funny. There's a peanut butter vodka called Nut Liquor. What? Yeah, seriously. How have I not heard of this? <laughs> I did, don't know, but it's called. Did nut you liquor. just say nut liquor? Nut liquor. We need. If, I if, sure if, did. <laughs> if ever I, if ever I've ever heard of somebody that needs to sponsor the show, that's it right there. Yeah, nut liquor vodka. <laughs> I, I need some nut liquor. <laughs> uh, no, we used to yeah. have. Uh, you know, they tore that old house down. Really? And uh, they, it's it's a parking lot now, I believe. It's either a oh, parking yeah? lot or like a utility shed for Shans. Hmm. But either way, it's it's gone. We had a lot of fun in that. Oh house. man, that was a good place. That was fantastic. That was a, that was a diamond in the rough that we found. And, and God, we had concerts there and fucking yeah. insane parties. It was, it was, it was the prelude to the porch. It really was. It yeah. Was, well, was anywhere you lived, I mean, anywhere you lived in college, the U-shaped apartments, the, <laughs> um, that the townhome one. Yeah. Um, 
God, we used man. to throw kegs in the backyard. God, we do go back, Chris. Fuck. Yeah. 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 yeah that's, I've... Well, our mutual friend and I started living together junior year, but we were friends freshman and sophomore that's year. That's right. You know? And so, yeah. so when you were living in that triple with him and uh, with the three guys and yeah. um, sleeping on the couch there, like, I mean, that's when we met. That was like that was That was fantastic. I actually lived on the University of Florida campus in a dorm room for at least a couple of months and oh yeah it was it was at least four or five months yeah it was great great times yeah. it was my first my first time you know really away from fort myers and all that shit and, uh, so you guys had a really good time oh yeah yeah oh shit yeah bro man that was whoo shit yeah that was that was my, my liver was much stronger like, then yeah jesus i mean Christ. like like for many of my best moments in college, Nick was there. Nick was there. like, I was a party at Nick's or Nick, we were out somewhere or it was a party at our place or something. Like, yeah. It, you know, yeah. I got, I got to tell you just like, uh, I've, I've lived in Florida for par- probably about like, maybe like eight years. And Nick has been like one of like the best people that I've met like the entire time. So he's all right, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, you guys want to jerk me off next? Like, what's what's happening? How's it? Hey, don't <laughs> don't hey, don't make me tell them what they did to you on that couch. Oh God, I'm pretty sure you I got teabagged it? at least once. <laughs> I'm, Nick, I'm I'm fairly certain. I don't know if he still it. does, but he used to snore like a motherfucker. Oh, I still do. And he'd I, sleep. Yeah, he'd God. sleep on the couch with his mouth wide open. Yep. And. Yep. Our mutual friends, one of the three of them, one of two of them, not yep. the third one, one of two of them absolutely did. Oh, yeah. It. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, not, uh, it, you know, years ago. That For the longest have, time he denied it. it was, I'm, I'm it certain great. I did. Uh, I Yeah, I did deny that. But, uh, you know, you, you deny stuff like that when you're younger. When you're older, you're like, you know what? Maybe I did have balls in my mouth. I don't know. <laughs> but the fact is, I didn't put them there. <laughs> you didn't so. spit him out either. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Is actually you never uh, spit him out the first time. Anyway, what? <laughs> what's funny over there? What's, what's funny is that uh, I actually uh, uh, spent the night at Nick's house when his his uh, grandparent or his grandpa was. Uh, oh, back when God was living with us. Yeah, and. Uh, I woke up the next morning feeling very satisfied. So <laughs> he also snores. <laughs> oh, you know that scene. You remember Chappelle show, the Mad Real World? Yes. Where they, they have the fat yes. white kid uh, living with a bunch of crazy black people. That is that and, has uh, got to go down. It was the greatest. Uh, what's the thing? Charlie Charlie Murphy gives him the sleeper hold. Charlie Murphy. You should be really care. You should be really careful about sleeper holds because in the morning when you wake up, your anus will really hurt. <laughs> I already know that. God, <laughs> such a classic show, such a fucking classic. Especially when you know Nick, you never know yeah. what's gonna happen when you hang out with Nick. I, it's, that it's never happened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you're talking about. He's, he's never acknowledged that it's Jesus. Happened. He's always got uh, uh, that uh, uh, liquor shield, <laughs> al- alcoholic shield. I don't remember, so it didn't happen. Well, I I, I also have that that shield. 
Yeah, you so. just black out. He's <laughs> yeah. black. He's he's just blackout drunk. Nice. Yeah, it was fine. Well, let me bat. ask you guys a question. Shoot. All right. Tell me what you think about the Joe Biden Tara Reid thing. Well, <laughs> you know, I was I was just gonna say something similar to that. Um, I I think I'll, I'll be honest, man. I think all things Joe Biden are just wrong. Um, I I I. I really actually think that uh, even if something did happen, that Joe Biden cannot in in good faith truthfully answer the questions uh, because I just don't think he fucking remembers. I don't think he's all there, man. I just don't. I And I, nothing can make me believe that uh, based on what I've seen that man say in public uh, that that he's got he's got his faculties all together. I just can't buy it, you know, and I think it's really strange because and I've said this from from the jump like I've never been a huge fan of uh of Trump I I'm I'm definitely somebody that respects the office that is the presidency um and therefore you know I do try to even even when Obama was elected you know you you scroll back through my feed back then and each day that Obama was elected it said you know Obama's the president let's let's all work together to uh you know figure out what we can do to make our country better make us make a better mm-hmm. world you know and you know have something better lead to our kids you know because that's important to me and i wasn't gonna you know let it get in my you know way just because the guy's on the other side of the coin or whatever like mm-hmm. who gives a fuck let's all work together and i said the same thing when 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 trump was elected um that went over like a lead balloon uh mm-hmm. but Hey, Dave Chappelle said the same thing, and he got his ass beat too. Yeah. He's, like, he's like, he's like, I didn't vote for him. I don't like him, but I hope he does well because that yeah. means we all do well. That means we all fucking and he prosper. got eaten alive for it. We all grow. And, what, I, uh, what I liked about uh, um, uh, uh, the the whole thing about uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the you got to have a sentence put together. I didn't. Have <laughs> <time now. laughs> he had he had three quarters of one. No, no. um, his his uh the the uh, get the there guy. get there. Oh, so it was like it was like a car starting like. I, was, <laughs> I think he's flooded. and then he cut out. Yeah, I was almost there. Cut out. But uh, uh, no, uh, I I vice think president with um, with Biden. So Biden. I, I Biden. do think that the very first thing like that I think is the best thing that I've seen is um uh with uh uh Jimi Hendrix and it said um Pardon me well I kiss this guy <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one. No, I I do. I think uh, I I don't think Cle- the guys Creedence all Clearwater there. Revival said it best when they said, "There's a bathroom on the right." <laughs> I I I really am I am I off base because I'm always willing to be, to to listen to everybody's you know like points of view and opinions. I, I don't you know. I mean, I, I, here's my thing. I don't. I have no problem saying anybody's right, regardless of what mm-hmm. side of the fence they're on. I, right. I, I feel perpetually like an outsider. Yeah. In, in the political arena because I mean in, a, in a, I, I'm fairly libertarian in some ways but yeah. I'm also really pragmatic yeah I think other people could disagree but I, I, I try to approach these things in a way that 
considers the fairness of everybody and consider and gives people the benefit of the doubt yep. as much as I can. And, um, sometimes that works to my advantage and so, sometimes it just gets me my ass kicked in conversation. But, <laughs> um, in this case, I have no idea whether Joe Biden actually has his faculties together and is just a bad public speaker right? because he's, I mean, the reality is he's been like doddering uncle Joe for 25 years. I mean, he's you know? had, he's had his fair share of gaffes. It just yeah. seems uh, well, like now well, it's so yeah. much worse and there's so much more in there. There's yeah. so much further fucking out there. Yeah. You know? And that's true. But but here's here's the thing is, I think Donald Trump is, if not equally senile, yeah. he is he has other personality and character flaws that are comparably bad. Right. And um, people thought I was crazy for saying that I didn't see much difference between Hillary and Trump during the that election. A lot of people said that, like, though. I heard a lot but, of people. But, say yeah. That. But but it, yeah, it just it's I don't think that's unreasonable uh, to think. If you consider her record and his record, I mean, he's a charlatan and a crook. And when you read about uh, the stuff that has happened with the Clinton Foundation and the speaking engagement stuff and Hillary doesn't care about ideology, she cares about power. Yeah, I, and, I, I agree with that 100 um, percent. And she cares about control. That's the whole email server thing. It was because she wanted to be able to control her own narrative. Right. And she didn't want to be on the public record except for when she wanted to be on the public record. Yeah. And, you know, what's, you, know, what's, what's you just really don't want anybody. You don't want someone like that in government. We have too much of that in government already. We got right. people class abusing national security as a means to classify embarrassing incidents and crap that they don't want to admit to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all over the place. What's really crazy about, like, the whole, like, Trump thing is that like you even have people like uh like like Howard Stern like that's that are going to tell you it's just like no look I don't hate yeah you Donald know Donald Trump I'm, I don't hate Donald Trump I I hate you for voting for him which is exactly why I say yeah. fuck Stern at this point I've been a Stern uh, fan I, I mean I've been disappointed in everybody that I know that voted for Donald Trump but yeah. then um and I did not. I, I I voted for Gary Johnson, and I did it beca not because, you know, it would, people would argue on one side, a vote for Gary Johnson's a vote for Hillary. Sure. A vote for Gary Johnson's a vote for Trump. Yep. No. Yep. A vote for Gary Johnson or a go vote for anybody other than the two major party candidates is just a way to register your dissatisfaction yeah. with a system that has given us a turd and, yeah. uh, you know, a dry turd and a wet turd and said pick. Right. Take a bite out of one. And I, I'm just not I'm not I'm not built for that. Yeah. I, I have to vote my heart and my principles and, and what I believe. And I think this, I think the same. I think the same in, yeah. in a lot of ways. Now, don't get me wrong. I liked a lot of the shit that that, that Trump was, uh, you know, about where where he was always mm -hmm. talking about. I'm going to call this person out and stuff. You know, there's there's definitely a big part of me. It's like, yeah, I hope motherfucker does. You know, I would love for a political outsider to become president. For somebody who yeah. was not afraid to kick over I the think, institutions I think and challenge gonna, things, I think the problem is I don't want ranks. it to be a venal, self-obsessed, dishonest child. I think they're going to close ranks. I think Trump is going to be the last fucking outsider that's going to get in for a long time. After this, you're I, probably right. I think You're they're probably just right. Be making doing everything they can 
to like you know there's talks about oh the rock's gonna run or fucking kanye west or all these people like i think real actual politicians are going to be doing everything in their power to be like listen you're not gonna fucking run or we're just gonna i don't know maybe they'll like threaten to kill him or something who knows I Maybe I, but I, I think they're going to. So on the really, Tara really Reid thing, sure I, I'm curious. Way. I mean, you don't think he knows what happened. What do you think about how people are treating her? It's obviously different in, in the Me Too moment. It's obviously different, and for people to say that it's not, it's just obviously they're just they're not being truthful to themselves. Hmm. I mean, anybody can look at the two side by side, you know, and, and it doesn't. That's the that's the thing. You're like, talking about this in like the Kavanaugh hearing. And, yes, and yes, yes. Which is which court. is what most people are looking at. You know when they're mm-hmm. when they're comparing it and and I mean I I yeah. don't care. Like I watched some of this Kavanaugh hearing bullshit, and I'm watching this Tara Reid stuff unfold now. Joe Biden, in my opinion, has got a couple really good things going for him. One, I think the quarantine and keeping him out of the public eye has been the best thing for his campaign and for the longevity of his campaign. Because I think if he was out yeah. there on the road right now. People would be realizing, fuck, we yeah. got a problem. So I think the fact that he's staying behind closed doors is is really helping him. And on top of that, I think the coronavirus is really helping the Tara Reid thing because, let's be honest, you know, people care about the Tara Reid thing, but people want to know what the fuck is going on with the coronavirus, first and foremost, mm-hmm. more than anything. You know, Joe Biden and his, you know, finger banging Tara Reid and the wherever is is secondary, if, if that, in a lot of people's yeah, cases. Yeah, well, when you say secondary, it's really more like, it's like uh, behind masks and behind reopening yeah. and behind the death count and yeah. behind people still like, want to know all of the different aspects. Is of what baseball going to reopen? <laughs> you know, like they're more concerned about that. Um, yeah, it's a hair above is baseball yeah. going to reopen. That's now, really sad. And I'm not, you know what, and, and, and to be truthful, I mean, we got, you know, call a spade a spade. If this was the other shoe, or the, if the shoe was on the other foot, rather, media would be doing everything they could yeah. to, to, to push well, it's, this. It's just you know a what's fact. Interesting? You know what's interesting I noticed today? And this is unscientific, so forgive me if someone, like, goes out and researches this and says I'm full of shit. Fuck that person. But... But <laughs> sometimes I am, and I'm being honest up front about this is purely my anecdotal observation. But um, I read news from across a variety of sources. And I know you do. This, well, I don't trust any of it. That's one of the biggest reasons I respect your opinion, you know, um, because I do. You're you're very well read, and, you, and you're posting shit across the board. You know, you're not you're not beholden to any one side or 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 or, or predetermined. No, I'm view, not. You know, yeah. so <laughs> I appreciate that. So here's the thing that I noticed is that when you see articles about uh, Tara Reid on CNN or MSNBC or um, anything you would consider mainstream or left of center, uh, they typically use the photo of her present day. Yeah. Uh, Fox News uses the photo of her when she was young. It's and like hot. a glamour a shot. Focus, breathy, gra- glamour shot. Things. Yes. Yes. And and both of those but, instincts, but so what's, and, what's, and, and again, I, I would have to I would have to do more research. But this is the impression I've got over three or so weeks of reading this stuff. Both of those instincts are disgusting. Yeah. If if Fox News is doing that, showing the hot pictures to reinforce the idea that hey, she was desirable, 
Uh-oh. Chris might have fell off. Chris, can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, there you are. Can you hear me? Okay, there you go. Okay. He's All back. Right, so where'd you lose me? I lost you at um, using the young hot picture of her. In, in, in okay, so if Fox is doing that to prove yeah, I was super, oh, he definitely I was did super this. turned on by that, by the yeah. way. <laughs> well, she's, she looks good in those pictures. Let's be real. Okay. Uh, but on the other side, you have the modern day pictures of her, and they're using that to say, why would anyone ever try to finger bang this? It, and you know well, what? Those instincts... It's everything is despicable. We've had friends who argue journalists do things without agendas. They just report things, and that's just not true. That's not true at all. It's not true. You can't. It's impossible to be purely objective. I think they have a point well, of view. I think it, there it, are people. It suffuses your writing. It it choose it, it determines what you choose to talk about. What I you think, choose to. I think there's on. some folks out there that go the extra mile to be impartial. You know, um, mm-hmm. that or, or or at least, you know. They, they try to, or they may be open mm. about their bias or whatever, but, you know, they talk about both sides very common sense and factual way. You know, it's not, yeah. it's just, let, let's just put the facts out there. Um, mm-hmm. And I love that. You know, I seek that out, you know, any chance yeah. I get. Um, yeah. Because, I mean, I, both sides, come on. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're two sides we, of the yeah. same fucking coin here. They are. They are. What's what people don't realize, and this is going to sound mildly tinfoil hatish, but they are a cartel of two that is more con- concerned with consolidating and keeping power between the two of them than they are any of their ideological differences. Yeah, and um, it's all wonderful theater. True. It's all great televised drama. And between the two of them, they they rack up these amazing donor lists and, and dollar amounts. We're spending literal billions with a B of dollars on presidential advertising now. When do you, when do you, um, when do you think though that it, it it turned like politics turned into what it is now? When do you think that started to happen? Because um, I think it was a long while. I read back. A, I read a great book about this. Uh, Cheryl Atkins Atkins Atkinson, Florida. Uh, University of Florida graduate, by the way, Cheryl Atkinson, who used to be with CBS News. Um, Cheryl Atkinson wrote a book called Smear right. that talks about how journalism in politics works. And it was written not long after the Podesta emails thing, so like 2017. Uh-huh. And what the Podesta emails showed, which is primarily shows the workings of the Democratic Party, but it's entirely true of the Republican Party as well, mm-hmm. is how... Um, Ac- journalism is dem- uh, is your ability to report on the news is determined by your level of access to the people involved. And so what happens is if you want an interview, they negotiate the terms of the interview. They negotiate what things you will and won't talk about. Sometimes they're given approval of the of the article before it's written. It's a really gross game. And, and, and what she attributes the start of this to which is it's funny because it, it it's the there's always a sort of leftish bias to the media but right. the thing that changed it that really polarized things was um, the deregulation of radio stations that permitted political talk shows mm-hmm. where you could have four hours of Rush Limbaugh and four hours of Neil Bortz every day yeah. that came out as a direct response to what they perceived in the news and people yeah. flocked to that. And so essentially 
um, Republicans dominate radio and the spoken word and um, and the spoken word in, in audio uh, where Democrats dominate the TV news media and the broadcast uh, the, the print media right and um, so it's led to this eventual erosion of things that sort of straddled the middle or or, or, or sort of favored mildly one side or the other, like um, uh, the New Republic and, and, and the Atlantic and, and New York Magazine and all these things that sort of used to, you know, be willing to have some equanimity in them. And um, now you, there's no credibility in that. There's no authenticity to the people who are the most engaged. And yeah. so they've drifted further and further and further away from one another. And... Um, Radio is a great medium, and Rush Limbaugh particularly was really fantastic at spinning a phrase. (laughs) And so you have this, you know, think of all the, like, worst things you've heard about the opposition. Libtards and and, and the drive-by media and all of this crap. Um, It's these shortcuts that people invented as a way to shield themselves from having to listen to the opposite side. Yeah. And so I, I really think um, I, I really agree with that, that that talk radio, even though it gave a voice to people who didn't feel represented in, quote unquote, mainstream media. I really feel like that was a big turning point. Um, I think the Clinton election was a big turning point because there was a generational thing there as well as a, he's the first rock and roll president. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big um, deal. So it's a generational thing there. And then, you know, that brought Newt Gingrich and the contract with America, which was like the whole, the, there's the moral majority and all of that shit from Jerry Falwell. You know, you got, you got this polarization that was reinforced by these different media outlets that people flocked to yeah, and, and felt identity and, and, and personal uh, connection to. And that, like people listen to that shit all day long. Yeah. People read only things from their side. Yeah. And, and it just, it's, 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 it's just, it makes me so sad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every, uh, virtually everybody, everybody I know is prey to it in some way. And I certainly probably am in ways that I can't see, I but to, I really I had... do try to look across I had, to, I had to really like pull back, you know, because I was back in the day, I was always on Facebook and I'm sure you saw it. Everybody saw it, you know, mm. going crazy, getting in these long, drawn out fucking, you know, there were times that I'd be on a on a on a single thread for like two or three days just arguing yeah. with people, you know, trying to yeah. prove my point so fucking valiantly like it yeah. fucking mattered. But yeah, yeah. You know, I was I was trying to get some stranger to admit that you're right, which will never happen. And uh, you know, the 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 tide changed for me um, towards the end of the Obama administration. Um, You know, I I had a really difficult time getting on board with all things Trump. Um, You know, I I certainly enjoyed a lot of the fun moments. I certainly enjoyed oh, watching you'd, people. You'd be in jail, won him a presidency. <laughs> you'd be in jail. Oh, God. The best political that comeback was, yeah, ever. Because you'd be in jail. Still, still fucking kills me every time I see Which is why he's going to destroy And I'm not happy about this, but I, I'm not going to be happy regardless of who wins. But this is why he's going to destroy Biden. 
is but, because he's going to make Biden look like a clown in presidential debates. Well, let me ask seriously, like for real, like do you think do you think the Democrats really actually want Donald Trump out of office? Because based on who they've got going, I don't buy it for a second. I can't no. buy it. And the reason I can't buy it is because all the Democrats had to do was find somebody who was more likable to the masses than Donald Trump, who they could present as more of a likable individual than Donald Trump. And everybody knows that one of Trump's biggest issues, one of his biggest knocks against him is, is his likability factor. He's had trouble with that. All they had to do was, well, was run, a, you, run a next generation Obama or somebody like that, and, and, and they'd be running away with it. Instead, they put up somebody like there, Biden. There's no next generation Obama. That's the problem. Is they yeah. were looking for him. They tried Cory Booker. They tried Kamala Harris. You think? They've, they, you know, they've tried uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar. They tried yeah. every, Elizabeth Warren. They tried everybody, and the problem that they have, I don't think it's that they – I don't think it's that they um, – uh, uh, don't want to win. It's yeah. number one, like a guy like Obama, who who he just was the right guy for the moment. He yeah. was he, he was inevitable. Dude, I almost voted for him just to be on that side of history because I, I yeah I, yeah I was standing there going McCain or Obama. I should vote for Obama because there's no way John McCain's gonna win this fucking thing. Yeah, none. Yeah. And people just feel that stuff. But, I, yeah, but yeah, it was thing. obvious. Yeah, here's the thing is that, that, that a guy like that doesn't come along. I mean, George W. Bush wasn't that. Clinton was that to a degree. Yeah. I mean, again, well, first rock and roll president, Hall. first baby Arsenio boomer president. Hall just yeah. killed it for fucking Absolutely. Clinton. Well, all, but but here's the thing is, you know, for all these people who go, oh, um, Bush or, or, or Trump didn't win the popular vote, neither did Bill Clinton. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he got more votes than... Uh, George W. Uh, George H. W. Bush. Yeah. But uh, Ross Perot took 17 percent of or 18 percent of the votes. If Ross Perot isn't in the race, George Bush, George H. W. Bush wins without question. Long. Yeah. And and um, a lot of people were pissed at Perot for that very yeah. reason. Well, and what's funny because Ralph Nader got what three percent of the vote or some yeah. bullshit like that. Well, but and people Perot blame Ralph that, Nader for George H. W. Bush. Perot with that George whole uh, buying time, you know, buying the uh, however long on 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 hmm. you know prime time television. I remember watching that. You know? I remember watching that. Him with his fucking that was unprecedented. Unprecedented. Nobody yeah. was doing that. Nobody was doing yeah. that. You know. I think anybody that could that that would come out and do something like that now would probably be wildly successful if they were remotely liked. Well, Bloomberg couldn't do it. Well, I Bloomberg, mean, because the, the, the Bloomberg argument should take. You can't like that uh, guy. That guy's that guy likeable. is unlikable yeah. as they fucking come. That's true. Like that's true. That's true. I, I mean, but Ross Perot is a weirdo too. Like, yeah, I, 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 I go back on go back on YouTube someday, audience, and watch. Dana Carvey's imitation of Ross Perot <laughs> in his stand-up special. Brilliant. Look, look up Dana Carvey, Ross Perot. Oh. Uh, it, it he just came is, out with those ears that were like oh, God. fucking yeah. out to, yes. Well, he did an HBO special where he did like a whole bit on that. And it is was, that, just, was that the, the Chopping Broccoli? Classic. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's, well, Chopping Broccoli com, that... comes from Saturday Night Live, but he did in that, um, uh, you cannot pee into a Mr. Coffee and get taster's choice because he's talking about Waterworld <laughs> as Ross Perot. Um, but uh, that was just, such a classic. It just is 
Yeah, it's a fucking classic. But you like, think that's when it really like when there was a real I, split? Like I really then? think it was that. Yeah, I really think it was that. And if you read the book, the book is fascinating and really chilling. Like if you you think that you understand how political reporting is done, and you haven't read that book, yeah, you're you're wrong. What's you're the wrong. name of the book again? It's called Smear. S M E A R. By who? Like how you smear somebody, and it's by Cheryl Atkinson. I'm gonna look that up. Uh, Again, University of Florida alumni, um, alumna, whatever, whatever the singular <laughs> alumni is. I just figured um, it was alumni. Is there a difference? Fuck. <laughs> I think it's alumni. Yeah, uh, there actually is. You're, if <laughs> I think if you're a man and you are uh, a former graduate of the university, as I am, you are an alum, and if you are a woman, you are an alumna. Dude, when's the last time you were? I up, think. What's the last time you were down this way? Um, gosh, uh, probably four years ago, four or five years ago. So you, so you saw like the corner, like 13th university. Yeah. Did you go to yeah. town? It's Man. fucking dude. <laughs> it's so different, dude. It's so different. Was it, was it built up when you were here or was it still yeah. under construction? Yeah, it was. Oh, well, no, no. You know what? Um, the Northwest corner of it, I think was still a hole where target used to be a uh, target copy used to be. And, uh, what was that Chinese? Uh, no, no, the um, burrito brothers. The place that had like uh, uh, the teriyaki bowl. Place. Chinese takey outy. No, not Chinese. And uh, Jesus Christ, I would never eat there. Um, <laughs> but no, it was um, the the. the, the oh, place you're talking had, about like, you're talking about further down the road. Then I'm talking no, about like, no, 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 like right on that corner, uh, there was a Starbucks and there was um, Target copy. In that like white thing oh, that was just like yeah, yeah, half yeah. a block up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in there, there was a place, Maui Teriyaki. That yes, that place, that place was, was delicious. But every time it? I ate there, I ended up feeling like I had gravel in my intestines. Oh god! And I don't know what it, what it was about it because it's like this is delicious. And then I go home and I'd be laying in and be like, there's something wrong with yeah, me. Yeah, every everything is gone there. There is a Target. Yeah. There's a, a a Target on the corner wow. of Thirteenth and University. Nope. There's a Publix. Yeah, that was still a hole in the ground the last time. <laughs> There's a Publix across the street from that. Yep. Yeah, like it's ins- so the Holiday Inn is gone too. No, no, it's it's sort of behind the Holiday Inn. Oh, okay. It's it, oh yeah, that strip mall that was right back there. That dude, like they've a, torn a everything down. Everything looks fucking different. Everything's grown up. They're building. Yeah. Paisanos is still there. Well, Paisanos wasn't there when <laughs> he was here. Yeah, that was still a Denny's when he was here. Yeah, oh, that's not a Denny's? No, they no, no. They, that, that closed probably like a year after you left here. I swear to God, it's it. Really, it, it closed you know, a long our, time our, ago. Our, our former roommate, uh, your roommate, and then mine. <laughs> uh, the first time he and I hung out and talked about uh, uh, like that we were going to live together the next year was in the, like another friend of ours who you know we were all tight was like yeah. you know we're, we're thinking about this i'm thinking about this and i talked to him about this why don't you guys go sit he and yeah. i sat in there and and talked for you know god knows how long because obviously we ain't shy <laughs> uh and well, well, you, yeah so you, like that's a really why you know specific memory for and me. then you guys had the apartment over there off archer road yeah, yeah 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 we we lived we lived the first year of those two years we lived together we lived on campus in an apartment the ones that are right across from like the baseball stadium right. and all that shit, and then we moved uh, to Dude, what was the time called Campus Club, anymore. which was like down Archer yeah. Road off of that road that's across the street from Best Buy. Even, even the baseball stadium is gone now. They they built a new one. Yeah, yeah, I know, and that's <laughs> sad because I 
uh, my other roommate and I used to go there and sit on the third baseline with all these fucking townies. Oh, and even, even we would I... all just harass the uh, whoever the third base coach was <laughs> for the other team. We would just like holler at him the whole time. There's this one big fat guy with a, you know, it's funny. I look back and he was a big fat guy, but like compared to me now, he's probably about the same size. <laughs> giant. He had a he had a giant gray beard well, you, and he would just shout doing, at him in Spanish. You've been doing some like working out and shit though, haven't you? Uh not recently, unfortunately. No. Uh yeah. I, I you know, I, I you know, people joke about the COVID night COVID nineteen, you know, you're locked yeah. up, you're eating garbage. I haven't gained any weight. Yeah. I haven't lost any weight either. And frankly <laughs> I got no excuse for that. I you know, that's that's sort of my uh, part of my turn in forty. Like I'm sort of bound and determined to get into shape like i quit smoking cigarettes um and so now i gotta get my I'm ass i'm so glad up. for that dude oh dude it's I'm been so glad it's for that been i quit when bitch. i was like 26 it's been a bitch yeah um, i'll bet i mean because you were always dedicated <laughs> i still do it that's a nice way of saying it yes absolutely i was extremely dedicated and uh so I'm I'm trying to make the the year of being 40 all about sort of getting into shape and uh getting That's off good. my ass, you know, because you know, I'm not I'm not really heavy, but man, I'm fucking out of shape. Like it still sucks to tie my shoes, I can tell you that much. Yeah. So Yeah. I got to get off my ass and uh make some changes, you know. Um, yeah, you should probably get it off your ass. This guy. You know. <laughs> fucking Get off your ass. Watch me eat this pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It doesn't gain weight. I don't get it either. I smoke this cigarette. How old are you, Matt? How old are you? I am 33. Uh, yeah, you're all right. just a baby. Your metabolism hasn't quite caught up to you yet. You're just a baby. It, it it's will. catching up to me pretty damn quick, though. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen oh, all at once. Dude, you can hear it breathing on your neck, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> You Dude, feel it breathing I, I, I wake up in the morning. Metaphor, I'm just I'm like, how the hell did I sprain my ankle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to go like, how did I sprain my ankle? I get up in the morning and my knee pops and it hurts all day. And it's like, all I did was turn and put my feet on the floor and stand up. Like, like I've done for 40 years. I don't get yeah. it. I don't right? get it. It's just like, it's oh, like, it's rolling. Bunk bed. It, I had to climb like, down some fucking stairs to get out of bed and I didn't twist my knee. Dude, it's, it's like Russian roulette of just like waking up in the morning. It's like, what's going to hurt what's today? Gonna hurt? Yeah. You're not bullshitting, bro. You are a hundred percent on point with that. Now my dad, uh, my dad's 67 and, um, four or five years ago, he was just walking down a sidewalk and took a step and felt a pop in his knee and he'd torn his meniscus. Oof. Just walking. Oh just walking. man! Um, my dad just my woke uncle. up a few months ago, and uh, apparently he has uh, um, all kinds of cancer. Way oh to, Jesus. Jesus! All right, way, you win. Way to one up it. Yeah. God damn! Yeah. <laughs> Suck <laughs> that nerd. Be <laughs> <You> all right. <laughs> he has Is started right? chemo, like and, and he's been terminal doing pretty ass good. cancer or something like treatable. It's uh, uh he has uh, um prostate cancer and, oh God, I was and leukemia and Jesus. and something else but he's know. but he's 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 been hitting the chemo pretty good though right he's been the uh, chemo has been working so out pretty well so it's working so he's he things are going in the right well, the, direction uh, it, prostate cancer is one that's like pretty survivable now yeah um, yeah 
leukemia is a lot scarier. Um, That's I hope tough. he's doing all right. That that really sucks, man. He is he is actually doing very well. He's he's, he's doing very well. We're all going to send a send a shot his way. Send a shot. Yeah. Shot well, to well. Him. All right. In the spirit of one upping, my grandma died last week. Fucking a man! Oh, oh that's right! It. I saw the picture. Um, yeah, of yeah. Her, her like, sitting uh, next to which I'm assuming is way to one up it once. Yeah, I want to. I want to give a moment to her for a couple. Tell, of reasons. tell, tell her story, man. Tell us about her. My my grandparents, uh, my dad's parents, were married for 68 years, and uh, before he died in uh, 2011, I believe. And um, yeah, he was nine. He was almost 93. When he died. Jeez. And she was one month, uh, about six weeks short of 99 years old. Um, they, they were the greatest example of, I mean, other than my parents who will have 45 years married at the end of this month, wow. they were, they were a great example to me of how to live in partnership with somebody right? and how to, how to, how to build your life together and how to build a family and, and family is very very important yeah yeah that's and very it's, it's my old family and um she was an amazing woman who um lived through the great depression and world war ii and uh had three boys uh live outlived one of them by 30 years plus. wow so i'm gonna say um it's it's not that she was uh she was an amazing woman I'm going to say that she is an amazing woman because that is incredible. I kind of had a feeling yeah. you were going to yeah. jump on that. And but I appreciate yeah, that. 100% that, is, that. She absolutely is. And uh, she lives on in a lot of different ways. And she unfortunately, um, late in her life, in her late 80s, she started to develop Alzheimer's. Oh, so and rough. so for the last, the day that my grandfather died, she remembered but the next day she didn't remember that he was gone she wanted to go visit him oh it's terrible my dad she had to relive my dad had to like relive her dying yeah or him dying with her again and um it progressed to the point where she didn't know who anybody was she was i mean it's alzheimer's is is a monster it's, it's awful so way to die. difficult yeah. it is so hard and it takes it takes so much of who a person is and this is a woman who um believed in family and even when she couldn't remember things anymore the first thing she would ask is where are you living what are you doing and are you with somebody Still and make sure she you're wanted okay. to know that you were happy in your yeah. life that you were happy with where you lived and happy with your relationships and happy in the job that you were doing and she just she, I was gifted in that I got to know both of my grandparents as an adult. I was yeah. in my 30s before either one of them died, and they were my friends. That's great. And um, she uh, she was a volunteer. She, she was a stay-at-home mom for most of her kids' lives, but she was a school teacher when they were young. And uh, then she was a volunteer at Sunny Acres, which was a uh, – uh, nursing home um, near where they lived in Cleveland and she, I would remember we'd go visit and she'd be coming home in a candy striper uniform from doing stuff there and then she got involved with the Cleveland Museum of Natural History and she was maybe the only volunteer in the history of that museum or any museum I've ever heard of that actually had an office. Oh, wow. It was that important to them. She ran all of their docents which are like the tour guides and stuff 
She was honored nationally at the Smithsonian as a volunteer of the year. That's and then um, in 1994, she and my grandfather moved out of this gorgeous three-acre lot that they had in the outskirts of Cleveland uh, in this nice little ranch-style house and moved into uh, a retirement community that they lived in for 25 years almost, or, 20, or more than 25 years. And she, uh, she, they have a dementia and, you know, full-time care unit called Crown Center. It's a place called Laurel Lake, which is amazing. Yeah. It's just a, you know, you hear horror stories about nursing homes. This is the uh-huh. polar opposite of that. And you know, they moved first into like this villa that was like half of a duplex. And they lived there for 20 years or so, 18 years. And then they moved progressively into an apartment where they got more care. And then uh, she moved into Crown Center and he moved into their intensive care unit before he died. But um, when she was there before all of that, he was the president of the Residents Association and she was like the lead volunteer in Crown Center. And she would arrange things for all of the people who were older than her at that point for dementia care and you know events and visitors and shows and all kinds of stuff to keep them alive and active and in the last 10 years of her life she got to live the benefit of all those things that she did and um her both of my grandparents on that side their commitment to service and to um you know taking care of people uh as a part of their she was very Catholic, but both as part of their, even their secular lives, they believed that that was something that was essential. Yeah. And, um, what's been cool is that's lived on in, 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 I see to my dad, my dad was the president of rotary in the area where we live. He volunteered for smile project and he does this pets, uh, pets for vets or vets love pets thing. Yeah. Uh, he just was rewarded by Ro- rotary with a, an ethics award, which was really cool. And he does second harvest and uh, he trained his dog to be a therapy dog and he visits people who are, it, what's a, it, it sounds impolitic to say a, an adult daycare center, but that's essentially what it is. It's people who have severe disabilities but are adults and they have to stay somewhere where the, while their families are working. He would, we would visit there. Uh, he visits there weekly. I would bring my dog and we would visit there, uh, visit then, but it, it even is in me and then you know, I'm working 50, 60 hours a week sometimes. And before Corona, um, my dog and I, for the last five years, have gone to a place called Daniel Memorial, uh, which is a, um, a care center for kids who have been severely abused or have significant uh, mental issues. And my dog, who's registered as a therapy dog, we would go there once a week and sit for an hour with these kids and let them pet her and and have these great interactions. A lot of these kids have never had a good interaction with a dog in their lives. You know, yeah. they have, they'll tell stories, horrible stories about, I had a dog, but it got run over because my Ugh. uncle hated it and let it out. Or my, um, my, uh, my stepdad thought it was funny to tell the dog to, dog to attack me and all kinds of crazy dark shit that you don't think about. I have a, I have a dog that would be a hundred percent perfect for any sort of fucking therapy work at there's, all there's a there's an organization called alliance of therapy dogs where yeah. you, you can get certified to do it yeah and um it's great because all i have to do is they ask me questions about how did you train her you know yeah. how big was she when you got her did she sleep in your bed with you like 
uh, you know, they'll ask, like, how do you keep a dog from attacking your feet? It's like <laughs> this crazy shit that you'd never heard. See, I don't do any um, of that. But what, like, she just, I, like, if I'm having a bum day or, you know, mm. if somebody's having a rough day, mm. it, she just knows, man. She just comes yeah. up and puts yeah. her head in your lap and, you know, yeah. and, and, and she's my dog is amazing. 20 like, fucking pounds. So yeah. when she puts yeah. a little leverage on you, you know, you, you, yeah. your, your, your dog you has got a lot of choice. Pounds. The chin. <laughs> The chin drop when they come up. And yeah, exactly. Drop it on you. Yeah, exactly. So, so the, the thing that gets me about this, this in particular, is um, I missed it for a couple of weeks last year, yeah. or the year before, because of work, and I couldn't go. And I came in, and this girl, twelve, thirteen years old, who was always very quiet and and just very sweet with Lucy and 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 all that stuff. She comes up to me and she sits. Um down like she clearly like made a point to sit down right near where where i was and she said i prayed that you all would come this week oh wow and to this day like i get a little misty thinking about that because i'm not a churchy guy i'm not a prayer guy at all but dude i'm i'm getting kind of misty right now just thinking the sentiment it uh, you know there's there's a boy there right Mm. now who we haven't seen in eight weeks who Mm. um has significant issues yeah. um, and I don't want to get too deep into it because sure. it's a little personal, but, of course. and I don't ask a lot of questions either. Like I don't want to yeah. know what's wrong right. with them. I don't want to, some of them have done horrible things to animals. Like, some yeah. of them are, you know, I don't want to know their stories. I just want to know that they learn to love the dog and learn and have fun with it. Right. Um, but this boy, um, the, the activities director, the guy that I go you're, with, you're basically me, saving lives, dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't want. I'm making their lives better. The dog is making their lives better. I'm just the bus driver. But um, dude, that is awesome. He, he told me. He told me that the boy told his therapist the only thing keep because he's getting bullied. Not bullied because they actually try and do a good job of. But he gets made fun of every now and then, and they, the Dan, the people at Daniel are amazing. They do. They they take these kids and and they're there six months at a time, and you can clearly see their progress. And I've been doing it for five years, so I've seen like ten classes of kids go through it. And um, he said this kid said to his therapist, "The only thing keeping him going is getting to see Lucy on Wednesdays." Wow, that's awesome. That is amazing. And and yeah, I shit. It. I mean, it's humbling. Again, yeah. But the thing for me is, it's an hour out of my week. <laughs> hour and a half when you count the drive to and from but yeah. it's an hour on my week to do something positive you know i, I don't I, have more time than that to do stuff, and, and but, hearing hearing something like that like that is so like that is something like that nick and i can like listen to for like all that, week that, long that, that resonates that's awesome that resonates you know like that's that's amazing to oh. do that yeah that it is really amazing is. So. That that is so that oh. is so awesome that you you actually get to do that. That's awesome. I think more people should look into it for sure. Well, of they course, should. right I mean, now, right now everything's locked up. I know my yeah. my boss; he's having a rough go because his mother has Alzheimer's, and mm-hmm. uh, he hasn't been able to see her um, for the last couple months since all this has started. Well, it my uncle um, and my my dad. Um, we're brokenhearted that yeah. they couldn't be there. Yeah. Um, my dad missed my grandpa dying by hours because you know he lives in Georgia and she lives in God damn it in Ohio. Yeah. 
Um, and he couldn't go, he couldn't do this at all. Um, yeah. you know, his, his, in general, he's in pretty good health, but he has a couple of things that made it a little iffy. Right. Uh, thankfully, my sister was able to go sort of in his stead and in our stead because, hey, I'm fat and have asthma. I shouldn't be getting on a plane either. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was – Laurel Lake is, an, again, an amazing place, and there are people there who cared for her. There was a fantastic hospice group that was there, and she – Thankfully, you know, sometimes even people dying of old age, it's horrible. They, 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 you know, they struggle and whatever. And she just, it was, I'm told very peaceful and that's a relief. Yeah. She didn't deserve, she didn't deserve what happened to her, but she didn't deserve, um, to go rough either. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, Roseanne Massey, just a, a legend in my world. I have a, I have mementos of lessons that she's given me all around my house. I have things that, uh, I think of immediately, um, in stressful situations. I have, I have such a toolkit for life that came not, not just from her, from, from, from my whole family. Well, it's nice because it's somebody who's been through some shit, too. You know, somebody who's been through, you know, I mean, recorded hard fucking times. I mean, some of the some of the worst in in our country's history for crying out loud. So what about? Yeah, is is there any is there anything that we could do to anything like anything at all that we could help help out with organizations we can plug or anything Um, anything like that? Daniel, I would say. She would. She. She. She was not able to understand or recall anymore when I told her about Daniel. Yeah. And that that hurt me not because I wanted any credit or whatever, but it, she would have been so thrilled by it. Yeah. And Daniel Memorial takes kids in the state. They take kids from all over the state. They're in Duval County. They're in Jacksonville, but they they take kids from all over. And they uh, these are kids who are. They're they're in between the choice of, of many times juvie or full time commitment in a psych- psychiatric ward, right? And um, gives them an opportunity to learn skills to help them uh, manage. It does family counseling. Okay. Uh, they do foster placements. Uh, they do they sponsor kids who are emancipated, who are you know uh, they put them on the path to college. Yeah. Their motto is. Um, uh, improving the odds for kids, and, that's and it's an acknowledgement that they can't do everything, but but they. And what's the name of that organization again? Uh, Daniel Memorial. Daniel Memorial. Yeah, we're gonna, or we're check it's that DanielKids. Out. DanielKids. Org. DanielKids. And they they do amazing work. And I, again, over five, almost six years, I can tell you, um, you watch kids come in there yeah. who have major behavioral issues. They can't, you know, they're not attentive. They have, you know, physical tics. They have uh, issues with authority. They have all kinds of, all kinds of problems. You can't, you, you can't fathom as someone who grew up yeah. fairly normal. Yep. And Daniel helps them overcome them. That's and awesome. Daniel legitimately has a, an amazing success rate for what they do. They're a model organization for the entire country in, in child welfare. And um, if if anybody wants to honor my grandmother and, and, and her commitment to 
public service and volunteerism, um, she would be thrilled. She would be absolutely thrilled to know that, that you guys have done it. Daddyskids.org and, and tell them Roseanne Massey sent you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. So thank you guys for letting me get that off my chest. That's hey, it. Hey, man, we oh. are uh, we are glad to do it. Um, we are we are actually uh, rolling in on our on our two hour mark, which oh, is uh, which is um, just about the top end. Uh, we got a we got a few minutes really? to. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're still. Um, Thank you so much, man. Like we, that we, that is so awesome. Like that 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 means a lot. That that yeah. really does that really does mean a lot. Yep. Well, this has been a lot of fun for me, guys, and um, I will absolutely come back if you and your audience want to hear me. Hell yeah! Um, well, yes. absolutely. Nikki, <laughs> yes. I love you, buddy, love and you, Matt. It, it's been great to get to know you. Well, it's and, good to know you. And uh, again, yeah, this has just been. It's been great, and oh, yeah. uh, I'm not drunk enough yet to embarrass myself. So, <laughs> just sounds like we're we're, we're ending it in the nick of time. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> well, listen, um, don't don't go away. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, close out the show here, but don't go away. Stay with us. Um, but uh, Chris, thanks Absolutely. again for thanks again for coming, man. I really uh, really appreciate it, and uh, you know, keep. Keep doing what you're doing, man. You know, Daniel's DanielsKids.org. Again, tell him Roseanne Daniel Massey. Kids. Daniel Kids. Daniel, Daniel Daniel was Kids. the last name of the oh, uh, okay. guy who started it. Okay. So it's Daniel Kids. DanielKids.org. And uh DanielKid.org. Awesome. Well, Chris, I'll be right yeah. back to talk with you, but uh let me close this show out. All right, brother. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much, Chris. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm. And uh we will see you again soon. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this has been another episode of the Porchville Podcast. Get over there to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and find us, like us, share us, tell your friends about us. Go over to wherever you uh, listen to your podcast and subscribe, porchvillepod.com. Porchville Pod. Uh, send us porch mail at porchvillepod.com. Uh, much love to you. This has been... Episode 31, it's been great. We finally fucking did it. We did After it. After three weeks. We thank you to Chris it. Massey, danielkids.org. Check them out. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.